The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning. I'm Bryce Corbett. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 16th of July. In your squeeze today, more information on a tribal massacre in Papua New Guinea. Bones found on a New South Wales beach confirmed as belonging to a missing backpacker. India's moon landing mission mishap. And the Lion King premiere. This is your squeeze today. Last week, Bryce, Claire and I spoke on the podcast about a shocking tribal massacre in Papua New Guinea, Australia's closest neighbour. Details at the time were few and far between, but now what we know is that in fact, 23 women were killed, two of whom were pregnant, along with nine children. And we also now have a bit more understanding about why this happened. Yeah, it seems that payback has emerged as the motive behind what uh, Papua New Guinea's Prime Minister and Police Minister are both describing as the worst massacre of civilians in the country's history. Um, You'll remember last week we saw shocking pictures coming out of the tiny village in the highlands of Karida of uh, the bodies of innocents lined up there together on the ground. Um, the, The carnage was reported by one of the eyewitnesses as some of the worst violence they'd ever borne witness to. Um, It seems as if the warring tribesmen had taken the unusual step of targeting women and children as payback for the death of their tribe leader's elderly mother in a previous raid. It's just shocking, isn't it, to think that this happens on our doorstep. Yeah, we talked last week about the fact that intertribal violence was not a new phenomenon in Papua New Guinea, but the police commissioner said yesterday that the killing of innocent women and children in tribal conflicts until recently was unheard of, and his immediate concern is that it will become the new trend. Back in February, two backpackers went missing on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Yesterday, police confirmed that human bones found on Shelley Beach, just south of Port Macquarie, belong to one of the men. Yeah, this is a really mysterious case, isn't it? I mean, these two backpackers, a Frenchman, Erwin Ferrier, and his travel companion, Hugo Palmer, went missing in February. Uh, Passers-by at the beach in Port Macquarie came across their rental car parked at the beach, Towels, sunglasses, car keys were left in the car, but there was no sign of either of the young men. Now, police have confirmed that a bone that was found a couple of months back does in fact belong to the Frenchman Erwin Ferrier, and they're also doing DNA testing on another bone, which was found a little bit further to the north, to determine whether or not that too belongs to either of the two men. Also, sadly, news that the body of missing 21-year-old Melbourne student Poshik Sharma, who we spoke of in yesterday's podcast, was found in what police have said were tragic but not suspicious circumstances. To those AFP raids on the ABC last month, it's been revealed by our national broadcaster that federal police requested the fingerprints of journalists. This is a big deal in media circles, particularly Bryce. Tell us why. It all goes to the heart of what it means to have a free press in a country like Australia. Uh, I see the Daily Telegraph today has splashed with the story and uh, there was revelations also about the fact that the AFP had planned to raid News Corp headquarters in Surrey Hills too, but it had decided at the last minute to abort that after all the attention that the AFP raid on ABC headquarters in Ultimo had attracted. Splashed being it's on the front page? 
Am I right for those not acquainted with um, oh, yeah, media, that's, uh, that's, media terms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's journo parlance there, journo <laughs> parlance. Yeah. And whilst we're talking about federal police, AFP Commissioner Andrew Colvin has announced he's leaving the force after five years at the helm, saying the decision is best for himself, his family and also for the AFP. Lots of talk of the Apollo 11 mission this week as we approach 50 years since the first human touchdown on the moon. That's on Friday. More on that on Friday. Today, it's all about India's attempt to be the fourth nation to achieve the feat. Yesterday at launch, though, all did not go to plan. No, not exactly. They are the space program. In India has an emerging space program, which many people will be perhaps surprised to learn. Suffered something of a setback yesterday when the launch of a rocket bound for the lunar south pole had to be aborted just 56 minutes before liftoff. A technical snag was blamed for the delay. And as you say, if successful, the moon landing will make India the fourth nation in history to make a soft landing on the moon surface, which is quite remarkable. And the the only one to go to the South Pole, is that what they're trying to do? Yeah, this is the first time that a mission will touch down on the moon's South Pole. So that's um, quite something in and of itself. Um, a bit of financial news now. AMP hasn't had the greatest couple of years and now a new blow to plans to turn the company around. Yeah, AMP's had a bit of a shocker overnight. The uh, New Zealand Central Bank put the kibosh on the sale of its life insurance business, which has uh, gone and frustrated the company's plans to uh, emerge from what was a dreadful year last year. And new figures suggest that in the last three months, China's economy grew at its slowest pace since the early 1990s. Yeah, no, it's a bit of a uh, bit of a warning sign, I guess, for the world economy that China has slowed mm. down now. Economic growth is still at 6.2%, which is pretty impressive by anyone's standards. But um, as uh, Donald Trump took great delight in tweeting overnight, it looks as if uh, the US tariffs, uh, the part of this trade war in which it's engaged with China are actually starting to bite. Something lighter now. The premiere of The Lion King in London was held yesterday. I'm really excited about this. It comes out tomorrow (laughs) in Australian cinemas. But I digress. The headlines from the event are that Meghan and Harry met royalty of a different kind. Beyonce and Jay-Z were there in attendance, of course, as Beyonce is the voice of Nala. Absolutely. It was a case of a duchess meeting a real-life queen in the shape <laughs> of Queen Bee Beyonce. Do you say Bee or Bay? I never uh, know. Queen Bee. It's queen Bay, Bay, isn't it? I don't know. Queen Bay, Queen <laughs> Bee. Anyway, the pair mean. of them. We know you mean. The compatriots got together and uh, gave each other a bit of a hug and uh, Prince Harry and Jay-Z, I suppose Jay-Z is a royalty of his own kind, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, exchanged a few parenting tips. They talked about the uh, the challenges of being a dad. But to my mind, it was Pharrell Williams who uh, stole the show with his um, – with his jaunty pair of red carpet shorts. He does like a pair of shorts, for he real, does, doesn't he? He does like to wear shorts. What's his involvement? Oh, in I the knew movie? you got to ask me that. <laughs> let's <laughs> say know. let's just say he has something to do with the music. Something to do with the music. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like the music will be good. <laughs> I'm on board with that. Uh, a quick announcement from us at the Squiz. As part of our new Squiz Heads referral program in July, anyone who signs up five or more people to the Squiz Today email will go in the draw to win one of ten hundred dollars retail gift cards. Think Country Road, DJs, Woolies. There are a number of people that are sitting on four referrals. That's the big news today. One away from going into that draw. A unique tracker at the bottom of your Squiz Today email will tell you where you're up to. If you're one of those, get onto it. Want more info on Squiz Heads? There's a link in your episode notes. Bryce, now 
Now, of course, the email subject line each day is a song lyric that relates to a news item. What's on your mind today? Oh, this is, uh, I think, easily the uh, my favourite story of the week. Um, Ooh, so fast, it's only Tuesday. I know, it's a big call, but I'm going early. early. I'm going early. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, the subject line is, the zombies never left, they're just a bit faded. That is uh, an obscure line from an obscure Finnish heavy metal band called Lordi, who uh, you may remember took out the Eurovision Song Contest a couple of years back. And the reason I've chosen that is because there was the inaugural heavy metal knitting competition that took place in Finland at the weekend, in which contestants knit to the rhythm of heavy metal music. How so, good is Finland? It's very niche. <laughs> Definitely a niche. What a subculture. <laughs> that's all from us today thank you for listening to the squeeze today podcast enjoy your tuesday and we'll chat to you tomorrow the squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast we're your shortcut to being informed sign up at thesqueeze.com.au we talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach but nordvpn can help protect you online kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN vpn.com forward slash squiz today.